Hey, can you hear me? You're listening to Serendipity. Yes, I can hear you. You're listening to Serendipity. How's New Martin. How's New York? The Swifts are high above me in the air. Uh, it's my favorite time of year. We all get back to work again. I like guess fall, so things are starting to get kind of summer. It's about to end. I feel like in the morning you hear, you can just like kind of feel in the air like fall is coming. Do you know that a swift sleeps in the air? That the wind carries them in their that the wind carries them in their sleep, keeping them above the ground. Opus, opus is its Latin name. Footless, footless. I know everybody looks forward to summer, but this is like. The time of year that I look forward to. A newborn can stay in the air for the first years of its life. It's like New Year's Eve. It's like, oh, this is going to be... Imagine not touching the ground for two years. uh, You know, this is like when I'm going to make... This is like when I make my resolutions. I can hear those great cogwheels of time. What was your worst New Year's Eve ever? As if the New Year's has changed position. Um, I probably just forgot it. <laughs> Hello. Oh yeah, who are you? Just say your name. Uh, my name is David Weinberg. Hi, I'm David Weinberg. Why am I talking to you? I have a, a sort of dormant podcast called Random Tape where I sometimes make pieces that are hybrids of fiction and nonfiction. What did you make? I made a piece called Kenneth and Miriam that was... Mm. Um, made from a piece of tape that someone submitted to me that they had found in a estate sale. And it's a recording of two people celebrating New Year's Eve in 1995. What might be the bleakest New Year's Eve party I've ever... (laughs) Oh, really? I mean, (laughs) definitely bleaker than anything I've actually experienced and probably bleaker than anything I've ever, like, watched or listened to in some sort of recorded format. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, I think of that, it's like the opposite of a fresh start. It's just like, oh, you're just entering into the new year in like the same dysfunctional patterns that you, that you ended last year on. It's like, ugh. This is uh, New Year's Eve of uh, 1995. I think Marion has some comments that she would go and like to put on the uh, recording. What do you have to say, Marion? you had something to say about Marge. I'd like to have you go and have your comments about Marge. What's what's uh, what's happened to your voice? Is it suddenly has it suddenly become mute? What you like to do is just merely go and make statements. You go and uh, make noises, but you don't want to go and uh, uh, be able to go and put anything on record. Is that right? You just have no guts at all. In other words, you're a cheap bastard, a bitch. No, not a bastard, a bitch. You're a cheap bitch. Speak or forever keep your goddamn peace. Kenneth and Miriam celebrated New Year's watching television in their living room. Kenneth sat in his lazy boy with a palm oil in his right hand. In his left hand, he held a microphone which he pointed like a weapon at his wife, Miriam. What are you trying to do? You're badgering me? I'm not badgering you, you're badgering me. Earlier that month, 
Miriam's sister Marge had come to visit, and she had slept in a guest room. She stayed up late, drinking Cape Cods and reading romance novels, with titles like Drops of Gold and The Spaniard's Virgin Housekeeper. One afternoon, Miriam went into the guest room to change the sheets, and she noticed dozens of fruit flies hovering over the bed. On the bedside table was a shriveled lemon wedge covered with tiny brown dots. As she walked over to pick it up, she felt her foot step on something small and hard. It was one of Kenneth's gold cufflinks. You accuse, accuse me of having an affair with Marge, but after all, uh, she's not here, and I had nothing to do with her when she was here, but you seem to claim that I did, and now you're afraid to go and put anything like that on record. Isn't that correct? Miriam stopped washing the sheets on the guest bed. One evening, as she was setting the dinner table for three, Marge asked Miriam if she had seen her reading glasses, the pink ones with the blue flowers on the frames. Miriam said, no, she hadn't seen them. That's strange, replied Marge. I could have sworn that I left them on the nightstand in the guest room. She sucks up? Is that what you said about Marge? I yeah, you said Marge, you said Marge sucks up. I and she sucked did your You I certainly did. did. You said Marge sucks up. So what I are you trying did. to say now? Oh, don't kid yourself. You're not getting away with it because what I'm going to do is make a copy of this and I'm going to send it to Marge. And then you goddamn she'll know exactly how you feel about her. Miriam and Marge were so close when they were young. Miriam kept a small wooden box in her closet under some old sweaters she never wore. Inside were old family photos of the two of them. Sometimes she would take the box outside to the porch and look at the photos under the porch light. There was one photo in particular that Miriam would look at. It was of the two of them standing in the front yard of their childhood home. They were both wearing the same dress, but Marge's has a stain, a smeared handprint the color of dirt. Miriam has her arm around Marge's shoulders, who's much taller than her, and Miriam's arm is raised at an awkward angle. She's looking up at her big sister. She has a big grin on her face. And Marge is looking down at the stain. No, it wasn't wrong. What I did, what I did, it was... Was beat on Marianne as a child? No, I, I, I went and wrapped her a few times. There's no doubt about that, but I didn't beat on her, as you try to say. No, that's, that's not... And, 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 a horrible father You yeah, beat the shit out of Marianne. That's your statement. Yeah. That's oh, your that's, statement. Hey, let Marianne tell her story. No, man, yeah. All right, I'll let, let her tell her. And let me tell my story. I'll be story. glad to let you her tell that. You broke my arm. You broke my uh, foot. You did everything else. Uh, and hey, God helped God helped you. God helped you. We don't know what happened at midnight, the moment that 1996 began for Kenneth and Miriam. The recording ends abruptly, even though there was still blank tape left on the cassette. And now, how you struck me? Did not look, touch you. What, look, look at look at what my look I what my not, arm looks like. No, I did not oh, touch come you. On, come on. I did not touch you. I did not touch you. Over, like me, you said. 
Very likely, that bridge will probably be dead the next time. Oh, that's yeah. Could you probably kill him? Oh, well, I am. Uh, uh, how do you know? I mean, you may get hit by a car. My car. Do you think New Year's Eve is darker than people like to yeah. pretend it is? Oh, yeah. I definitely feel like there's this, like, under undertone of, like, sinisterness in New Year's Eve where mm -hmm. it's just, like, mm -hmm. maybe not sinister, but, like, there's just all these expectations for what, you know, like, not only for what the night is going to be, but also, like, there's going to be this fresh start and it's, like, clean slate and all of that. And it's mm -hmm. almost always, like, never you can never live up to that and you can never like fulfill those ideas of starting over or like fixing everything that's wrong with your life overnight because mm -hmm. the calendar changes you know it's all just sort of like a big fantasy that i feel like is a rarely works out you know credits you've been listening to serendipity Oh, New Year. A podcast of the Sarah Awards. Wait. Let Should all acquaintance be forgotten days of all lane signs? The Sarah Awards is an initiative of Sarah Lawrence College. All right. <laughs> and supported by KCRW's Independent Producer Project. Feel good about this? <laughs> Feel good about this. This episode featured the piece Kenneth and Marion by David Weinberg. Thanks, David. Yeah, thank you, Anne. Serendipity is produced by me, Martin Johnson, and Anne Hepperman, the woman you just heard singing. Take care. You too. Check out more at thesarahwards.com, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at thesarahwards. <laughs>